All right, what is up, guys? Today is the first episode of Real Hockey Talk with your host, Alex Stenberger. Today, there are a lot of different things that we could talk about with it being our first episode. Uh, But with it coming down to the end of the NHL season, uh, we can talk about the West playoff race as well as the East. Um, And I will also touch on the Rocket Richard Trophy uh, going to the leading goal scorer in the National Hockey League. And I will finish every episode giving a little bit of talk on the Detroit Red Wings with them being my favorite team. So with that, let's get going. Uh, Let's talk about the Rocket Richard Trophy. Right now, we got a bunch of guys uh, that are actually in a pretty tight race. Pasternak, Ovechkin, Matthews, and Dreitzeidel. Uh They're all up there, close to 50 goals. Pasternak, 48. Ovechkin, 47. Actually, I think Ovechkin just scored tonight, so that puts him at 48 goals. Ultimately, I think Ovechkin does uh, get first to 50, as well as win the Rocket Richard Trophy again, capping off another great season by him. Uh, personally, I think he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. Uh, big hot take first episode, uh, but why not get it going uh, with a with a good hot take? But so uh, to touch on the the trophy a little bit more, you know, Zabanajad, you know, he's got thirty nine already. He just capped off a great week, scoring seven goals, including that historic five goal game, uh, including. The game tying goal, or actually they, that put him ahead five to four, and then ultimately scoring the overtime game winner. Uh, pretty crazy game, uh, especially if you haven't seen those highlights. I go check those out. Ovechkin, you know, he just continues to do this year year in and year out. Uh, Fifty goal seasons are becoming a norm for him, which is pretty crazy in today's NHL with how good the goalies are. But yeah, I think uh, Ovechkin. Uh, we'll do it again. Although I think Pasternak will be the next great goal scorer in the NHL, along with Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. McDavid not scoring his goals uh, with his shot as much as his skill and uh, his, his deeks and his moves. But to move on, we can discuss the Western Conference playoffs. Um, you know, I don't think these are. Well, I think the wild card race is about as crazy as it gets, uh, being that there are, I don't know, one, two, three, four, you know, five teams separated by three points. Um, Minnesota and Vancouver today happen to be in the first and second wild card. However, I don't think that's going to stay that way. I mean, that changes every day. Um, uh, I think a few of those teams are playing right now, but the way it shakes out, I think, you know, Minnesota is really hot right now. They did fire their coach. However, I don't think that had a huge impact on them going on this hot streak that they are on. Um, Maybe it did, but, you know, in any event, they're still the first wildcard team, and I think they're going to hold on to that. But the race for the second wildcard is going to be pretty crazy between Vancouver, Nashville, and Winnipeg. Um, You know, Arizona's good, but I don't think they have the talent and the experience to really lock up that second second wildcard spot. I think it will come down to Nashville. I know, you know, we still have 13, 14 games left to play, and that's a lot of time with the with 14 games left. But, you know, Nashville's got the experience. they got some good young talent on their team. 
maybe their coaching change will have a good impact on their team as well. Um, but yeah, right now I think the Blues will be playing uh, Vancouver as it is. I think ultimately uh, Blues will win the Central. It's a close race with them, them in Colorado. Uh, Vegas looks really good right now. They they also made they're another team to make a coaching change, get rid of Gerard Gallant, bring in Pete DeBoer. Um and then in the Pacific, as it looks right now, we'd have the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs, and man, that would be a crazy series to watch. Um just to touch on the East a little bit, there isn't as much uh craziness going on. Uh, you know, Boston almost has that first Overall seed locked up and potentially the president's trophy. Um, you know, Tampa's trying to make a late push. They did just beat Boston the other night. I don't know uh, if they got enough in them this year because Boston is constantly playing well, constantly winning games. I think Toronto will hold on to that three seed. Um, they just have a couple more points in Florida, but I think they will ultimately keep that spot. And then the, the Metropolitan has gotten pretty crazy with the Flyers and Caps uh, as of late. Pittsburgh is 2-8 and eight in their last 10. That's pretty crazy. Um, you know, after making a few deadline additions, those haven't worked out yet. But we've seen that in the past. Sometimes things don't work out right in the beginning. Last year was Columbus. Um, they weren't winning right away when they added Duchesne and Panarin. But, you know, towards the end of the year... They won their last couple games, and we all know what they did to Tampa with that first-round sweep. So Flyers are hot. You know, that's going to be a tight Metropolitan race the rest of the year. We'll see where that goes. And then as for the Eastern Conference wildcard race, we got Columbus and Carolina in the first and second spot with the Isles in that three seed and the Rangers in that fourth position. You know, it's pretty crazy that the Rangers have had this great of a year considering they were at the point of a small rebuild at the end of last year. They got a good draft lottery position, uh, drafted, I uh, forget who, but drafted a pretty good player. Uh, oh, yeah, Capo Caco. He's made quite the difference on their team. Um, so it would be crazy if they made the playoffs just one year after not after having a pretty bad year. For the Rangers' standards, um, Carolina was in the playoffs last year. You would think they'd they'd win and they'd make it into the playoffs. Right now, right now I see it shaking out with Columbus, and man, I want to say the Islanders because they got such a good coach with Barry Trotz. Um, Carolina's been struggling ever since they lost their two starting goalies. Uh, Mrazek's been great this year again, but I, yeah, I think it'll be the Blue Jackets and the Islanders coming out of the Eastern Wild Card. So. Uh, chances are unlikely, but it would be pretty crazy if we saw another Blue Jackets and Lightning showdown in the first round. Lastly, guys, just to touch on the Detroit Red Wings and how their season is going. We all know it's not going too well. Um, but lately, they have began to play a little bit better. Um, you know, their first lines began to show up again like it did at the end of the year last year with Mantha, Larkin, and Pertuzzi. Um, Mantha and Bertuzzi just had four-point nights last night. So they're on a two-game winning streak, beating the Blackhawks and Lightning. 
And also, it's really really nice to see rookie defenseman Gustav Lindstrom really showing that he does belong to play in the NHL. Um, he makes a lot of smart decisions. He doesn't make too many mistakes. He knows when to uh, make one pass versus just dumping it in the corner. Um, I think he's done a great job ever since getting called up this season. So, yeah, they might have the toughest schedule remaining in the NHL, but I think they can squeak out a few more wins, um, which would be good for how bad this team's done this season. I think if they can finish on a strong note, um, that'd be great for the confidence going into next season, knowing that they already have the uh, worst draft or the best draft odds for the number one pick this year. So it's not like winning a few extra games isn't going to hurt their draft chances. And we all know that the Red Wings need Alexis Lafreniere. Um, at least he, he's right now the projected number one overall pick. Um, I know Zadine is coming back soon. And that'll be a big help in their next game against the Hurricanes if he does play in that one. They're almost back to having somewhat of three scoring lines, uh, you know, acquiring Sam Gagne at the trade deadline. Um, and also Dimitro Timoshev, he's been quite a good addition, I think, so far. He brings speed and intensity, uh, you know, and he's willing to go out there and check or fight anybody. That's good to see. I think that sums up our first episode today. I hope in the future I can bring on a few guests, uh, some friends who have some good insights on the NHL, um, some good opinions, bring on a different voice other than mine. Hopefully it isn't too boring listening to mine for just about 10 minutes here now. Um, But I will check back in with you guys in a few days when we have you know, maybe a shake up in the standings or uh, we'll check in on that Rocket Richard race. Thanks, guys. Uh, like and share, and I will see you next time.